friends, and welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, on the New Story Podcast. This is the Energy Report for July 29th to August the 11th. I'm doing two weeks in one podcast, um, and that's because tomorrow I am um, putting my little old dog to sleep. So I wanted to give myself a chance to just not have to output anything while I um, rest and grieve and kind of process um, like this this loss. And uh, yeah, so I'm just sending out one newsletter and one podcast um, for this period of July 29th to August 11th. Um, some of you, if you've been listening for a long time, have heard my dog, little Faye, um, giving her two cents sometimes. She's such a good pup and, um, she's a little, uh, three and a half pound chihuahua, um, who I've had since she was four months old and she's 15 and a half now. So, um, she's had a really long, loving life. She's such a sweetheart and, um, she's been blessed with a lot of health, with extremely good health throughout her whole life. And, um, you know, it's interesting because it doesn't matter how much you kind of understand, um, that this is just a natural part of life. Um, and you can be grateful for the experience you've had, but, you know, loss is loss. And, uh, and I've been holding it together pretty good, but as soon as um, everything goes down tomorrow, I doubt that I will be holding it together. So I, it's it's kind of um, I'm I'm actually a little bit worried because <laughs> I'm I'm holding my retreat this weekend, and um, but like due to like what phase health, it, it's I can't postpone it. So. Um, I'm just trusting that, you know, sometimes when I've gone through the most painful experiences, it's actually been, uh, and while I'm also a practitioner, it's also been a time, uh, it, it has the ability to really deepen your compassion for other people and deepen your, um, your experience as a practitioner. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, you know, I want to give my, uh, retreat participants, my full attention and care. And, um, and hopefully this will just be like a really healing experience for all of us, but that's part of it. You know, I'm, I'm a healer, a healing practitioner, and I also, um, am a normal person just like everybody else. And, um, I think sometimes like we forget also when we go to see somebody that, um, they probably are going through a bunch of stuff because that's the human experience, <laughs> right? Um, I, I'm pretty good usually about like shutting it down um, if I'm going through something really hard and really just being with myself and, and definitely not outputting stuff. But this isn't one of those occasions when that's possible. So I will be uh, going to my retreat and I will be grieving and then I will be taking, you know, a couple weeks off afterward just to... Uh, just to really gather, gather myself back in. It's sort of an end of an era for me um, because this pup has been my only companion 
my most, not my only companion, my most steady companion for the last 15 years. Um, my little family member when I didn't have a connection to my family and, um, you know, I'm going to be processing all that. Anyway, that's the last I'm going to say on it for now. Uh, thanks for your understanding that this is just going to be, um, two podcasts in one today. And, you know, uh, you can always just re-listen to it if you need a refresher next week. So July 29th to August 11th, the theme for this period, and this is a major, major period. Um, and, and we'll get into that, but there's some, there's some really positive shifts and there's some kind of more intense shifts. And, you know, I think we, we've heard a lot about well, I've heard a lot. I don't know, you know, all of you on a spiritual path that are spiritually informed. We've heard a lot about just the shift of dynamics into 2020 and what that energy is going to feel like our 20s. You know, um, it really we really have been feeling this just like tremendous build. And um, and we're just we're rolling with that. We're staying with it. Um, we are doing an immense amount of uh, transformational work. And, um, I find that it has helped me to really, you know, feel more trusting and more anchored into my faith, um, and, um, more emotionally balanced, I'd say, and making better choices for myself. But that is coming really from just absolutely living with integrity, you know, just saying, like having your words match your actions. So um, this next two weeks, it's like, it's really like a show up, a show up time, you know, like we're going to see manifested like the seeds that we've been sowing. Um, and, uh, and that can be really positive for us. Um, and uh, it can be more difficult for us. It's all for in service to us though. So the theme I've picked is the universe supports my desire for expansion, creativity, and freedom. The universe supports my desire for expansion, creativity, and freedom. The tarot that I pulled was the judgment card. Um, Judgment is such an interesting energy, an interesting uh, word. You know, um, what is your relationship to the term judgment? In its, in its highest expression, judgment is a necessary part of our lives where we're assessing the whole picture of what's going on. We're seeing all the perspectives. We're sorting out what is our truth. And we're recognizing that we probably need to choose the path in alignment with our highest growth. And judgment, having good judgment, helps us to do that for ourselves. But that's not the only form of judgment. There are lower forms of judgment, blaming, shaming, um, feeling worthless as if, you know, feeling worthless if you've done something that you regret. Um, above all, judgment for us needs to include redemption, our ability to rise again from the ashes, and it needs to f- include forgiveness. This is something that our society has forgotten in terms of what judgment is. You know, we don't judge things in terms of how we can rehabilitate we judge things in how we can blame and make something else responsible for our feelings. Um, and uh, so, you know, this card coming up, it says that there's situations that need keen judgment in our lives. 
You know, are there any situations that we need to leave because we've outgrown them? Perhaps there's a perspective we've been holding or a belief we have about ourselves, a judgment that we place on ourselves that needs to shift. Um, perhaps we need to be assertive and say no to anyone overstepping their, our boundaries. Are there any rules that you've imposed on yourself that are restricting you in a way that doesn't serve you? Are you taking responsibility for yourself and behaving in a manner that befits a loving human being towards yourself and others? You know, we are all suffering. We are all in some way going through a human experience that includes suffering. You can have many, many things going right and also have things that you're deeply in pain about at the same time. That's not failure or success. That's the human experience. And not one other person on earth is not experiencing some form of discomfort. And in that, we really need to have compassion for one another, you know, and to do as little harm as possible. Do no harm, right? Really taking care not to be manipulative with our words or usury or, um, and and not to put that, like, that lower form of judgment onto others, uh, to really see that we're uh, all one. We are one collective. And if part of our collective is suffering uh, and um, in pain, and even those who are violent towards others, they are suffering and in pain as well. And we're responsible for the, our entire collective. We're responsible uh, for supporting and helping every part of it um, in order to uh, really express unconditional love and uh, which is, you know, really the, th- the framework that holds our universe together. So the judgment card, you know, um, very interesting, very karmic. Um, the ritual this week, and don't give up on me after I say the word, um, hear me out. The ritual this week is prayer. So I know that that is like a triggering word for some. Uh, and I myself was raised in a Christian cult, so I understand that some of these terms can be exceptionally triggering. But, you know, um, prayer is just another is just another word for affirmation, intention, connection. And um, you can call it whatever you want. I'm just going to talk about the energy of what it is. Um, we need to remember that the universe is ours to co-create with. That means that things don't just magically come to us. We participate. We participate in being open to receive. We participate in asking for what we need. We participate in intending to create our desires into form and giving spirit permission to intervene in our lives for better or for worse. So this is about, this ritual is about allowing the universe to support you while you make the appropriate life changes by participating in asking and intending each day. A daily affirmation of your needs, wants, and desires can also be called what is commonly known as a prayer. We are all connected by a force that can either be of love, compassion, support, and protection, or fear, suffering, victimhood, and egoism. It's really up to us, the energy that we, uh, that we choose to participate in. Um, 
So if we are participating in fear energy, in victimhood, in suffering, in egoism, then we are going to be definitely tied into that energy collectively. And the uh, you know opposite is true also. If we're choosing to be of love, of compassion, and we are choosing support from spirit and protection, then we'll be held in the energy of that. So... The ritual is all about which are we choosing to connect to, you know, and to really, for the next two weeks, find time for a short prayer each day. And again, you can call it affirmation, intention, connection with your creative self, or anything else that feels better for you. You know, prayer, it doesn't have to be to a God. It doesn't have to have any connection to religious dogma. It's basically you... uh, knowing that you have permission to ask and to receive. Okay, so Monday, the 29th of July, uh, we have Sun and Leo square Uranus and Taurus. So our self, our identity in Leo, uh, rubbing up against a revolution in terms of our beliefs, our values, how we manage our resources, uh, etc. So there's something in our identity and our connection to our values that is appropriately rubbing at this time so a new energy can come forth. Squares equal a conflict of energy. The old traditions and antiquated values of the past are no longer working for us. So we say no to what is expected of us and we move forward with what is right for each one of us. And you know, in order to make to do what you need to do. It doesn't need to make somebody else wrong. It just means that like not all of the ways, well, a lot of the ways of the past are antiquated now. They don't work for all of us. And so things need to shift. It is expected of me as a woman by society to want to get married and have children. But these things are not only not very important to me, I believe that they would actually distract me personally from what truly makes me feel happy and fulfilled. Does that mean this is true for anybody else? Absolutely not. That is just my personal truth, and it's only one of the many truths that we can have. I love my children that I get to mother every day, my dear clients and my own inner child, and working with children is a huge part of the work that I'm able to do. I love the many avenues in which I create, not just by creating a human being. I am not in any way against marriage, but it's also not a goal that I hold for myself like I do developing my music or my creative pursuits. You know, I'm a wonderful partner and I've enjoyed being a partner many times, but having a partnership is not what makes me feel complete. I feel complete without a partnership, just in myself. So... Um, none of this is made to change your mind if getting married and having children is right for you. But where we are at collectively has not been inclusive to other ways of living that are outside of what is expected or normal. If we believe that we're expected to have kids, then we can feel unworthy when time slips away and we have not had a child or when we are unable to conceive our own child. The same is true of marriage, career, home ownership, financial security, all of it. We have to find our own personal truth. What works for me? And move from that energy from ourselves and relinquish the traditions that have been passed on to us that are we're wearing like an albatross around our weight, that around our neck that may just be a weight that's not right for us. 
And it may be, it may be that it's right for us. And, but maybe we also want to do things differently. So, um, that's really what this energy is about. It's just, it's not about wrong or right. It's about doing things the way that, uh, feel, serve us personally in the way that we can express our, uh, creativity and unconditional love and fulfillment and joy to its highest degree. Wednesday, the 31st of July, we have a beautiful new moon in Leo and Mercury in Cancer is going to station direct, which is, I'm sure, very good news for a lot of us. We've got two retrogrades going direct during this two-week period, and that's super uh, positive. Um, The Sabian symbol for this Mercury degree that we're stationing at is a woman and two men on a bit of sunlight facing southward. So looking at the symbolism in astrology, the South represents our past karma, where we've come from. With the three people present, it seems that there are some choices at hand, maybe some triangulation. Mercury represents our mind, intellect, communication, perception. So at this time, the choices, we might have some choices that we're making. And I think this is where that judgment card comes in as well. We might be choosing between two equally exciting options, or we might be choosing between two equally stressful options, or a mixture of both. This placement is about loyalty to yourself in all of your choices. Do not choose because it will make other people happy. Do not choose because it's the expected thing to do. Choose because it's the right choice for you. And if you're really unable to make a choice, it may also mean it's not the time to make a choice. When it no longer serves you not to know, the path will become clear to you. And, you know, sometimes the opposite will happen, right? We don't make a choice. The choice is made for us. So no matter what, we're being guided along here and supported You're never on the wrong path. There are some paths that are a bit more uncomfortable than others. I've been down many of those roads myself. uh, And it's all leading to the same place. The moon represents our inner persona, how we feel, our patterns, the energy we create from our feminine principle. New moons plant seeds and start new emotional stories. And this new story we are writing at this moment is about integrity. Do actions match words? Respect, honoring ourselves as the king, queen, majesty of our lives. That doesn't mean we're in any way above others. It doesn't mean making ourselves above others. It just means treating ourselves with supreme honor. Putting that together with the Mercury shifts, are the choices we are making or not making honoring us? If we put integrity to our nurturance and compassion for self first, What choices are for our highest and best? On uh, the moving forward, the next major transit that we're really going to be feeling is on August the 11th. And that is when Jupiter is going to station direct in Sagittarius and Uranus is going to go retrograde in Taurus. And then Mercury is also going to head back into Leo, where we were at the end of June. So what was going on at the end of June? This is the last time that we were at this point of our Mercury transit. What is the mental story or the perspective that's come full circle in the last six weeks? As I explained when we first entered into Mercury and Leo, this placement wants to feel heard. 
It also has the energy to say what needs to be said, which can give us that extra oomph if we're feeling shy. The shadow energy of this, the shadow side of this energy is drama while you clear away the cobwebs of your self-esteem that are holding back your voice. Sometimes when we haven't used our voice in a long time, when we do finally, it can come out all wrong. Don't worry about that. Just keep practice using it. Uh, you know, and eventually you're not going to be so reactionary and you'll know when to use your voice and when not to. So, you know, sometimes if we haven't been able to say no, uh, before when we get the opportunity to do, it's like, no. (laughs) And then in the future, you'll realize that you can actually just go, no. And that it doesn't matter though, as long as you are holding that boundary, we don't have to do everything perfectly. Um, with Mercury and Leo, it can also be about how you say what you're saying. Um, Leo, uh, in its shadow, can come from a place of insecurity, so it can get caught making fun of others, speaking disparagingly, or even narcissism. Um, my theory on this is that we should not speak about others in a way that we would be hurt being spoken about. Because I believe that unkind words that come out of our mouths about others become subliminal messages to ourselves that actually harm us. That doesn't mean to always be positive about everyone. It just means to try to remove that lower form of judgment and unkindness from the way you speak. This placement might heighten a feeling of mental drama or drama in general, again, as we've discussed on the Energy Report over the last few weeks. Um, Just really checking into, you know... Am I getting off on this drama? Do I really love it when shit hits the fan? Am I just like looking for an opportunity to get pissed and to join in in the crisis? You know, um, just paying attention. Do I need to participate in this or not? You know, is this serving me? Um, I think we're all going to be grateful to release the last dregs of this cancer energy as we can all use a little less emotional exhaustion and a little more ignition energy. Uh, And one really positive shift that's going to support us is um, the planet of luck, gifts, and expansion, aka Jupiter, is finally going direct and can express its energy outwardly. So it turned retrograde on April 11th. So that four month was all about renewal, review, repose, And it goes direct on August 11th, the eighth month being all about empowerment, manifestation, abundance. The number 11 is a call to action. It's a number of balance, divine connection, and it asks us to be aware of our thoughts as they are rapidly co-creating our experience. And being aware of our thoughts helps us to realize, okay, well, what do my thoughts consist of? Because this is what I'm creating right now. Um, Jupiter and Sag has really helped us to expand on our philosophy of life, love, and all the rest of it. I believe that this Jupiter retrograde really helped us see the truth in our experience and made that truth much bigger because Jupiter makes things big. It's helped us to look for the higher truth inside, and now we can experience the outward benefits for this work uh, as it goes direct. Then on the same day, uh, in comes Uranus retrograde in Taurus. Oof, okay big, big, big shifts. We're kind of like being pulled in many directions. 
If we've not been going with the flow of the inward expansion, if we've been living someone else's traditions, values, beliefs, and forgetting what is right for us, the planet of shock, shakeups, revolution, and freedom could seem to bring some alarming shifts into our experience. We, if we've been showing up for ourselves and taking responsibility for ourselves and the care all human beings deserve and are worthy of, we might see some surprising things coming together. Um, this is not about reward or punishment, however. It's just about seeing the shadow within and making necessary changes to grow and evolve. If we're choosing in alignment with our highest and best, um, we can't help but see more positive results coming from that for ourselves. But that doesn't mean that we need to beat ourselves up if we still have some work to do. Guess what? We're going to be doing this work for the rest of our lives. So it's okay. We have plenty of time. No matter what on this day, though, we're going to feel a little unnerved, unsettled, uh, you know, two days before, two days after. If not on our own behalf, on behalf of the collective, which is experiencing massive change and uncertainty. You know, so this Uranus and Taurus, we might see all kinds of things on a global level. Um really uh shocking and shaking things up and, and i think uh you know for for all of the sensitive and loving individuals out there we just are going to need to really stay grounded and stay connected to our uh to source ultimately and to stay connected to the creative potential and power that we have um the power of our thoughts the power of our love uh the power of um of our choice Okay, love, so this is our uh, energy report for uh, July 29th to August 11th. This is a really powerful portal on 8-11. Um, I would really tune in to the themes that are going on, um, especially the things that you're feeling on the 29th of uh, July when we're feeling kind of some of that Uranus and Taurus energy square Sun and Leo. I think it's going to sort of uh, point us in the direction of what's going to be happening for our Uranus retrograde too. Um, you know, um, I think just keep your thoughts unwaveringly focused on the energy you wish to create. And uh, that is really the best that any of us can do. And just also really um, know that this is a really difficult time and uh, the collective is so blessed that there are so many of you out there that want to take responsibility for yourself, that really care for the collective. Um, you, the power of our love, the power of our, um, of our compassion, it's so much bigger than you could ever know on an energetic level. So, you know, um, push past your fears and really lead from the heart. And that's what this Leo energy is also helping us to do. All right, loves. So I will be back on, uh, uh, with the August 12th energy report and I wish you all very, very well wishing you, um, a great couple of weeks, sending you love and, uh, receiving all the love that I know that you're sending me to. All right, loves. I will see you in a couple weeks.